Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. What's up, students? Happy Tuesday to you. Hope you're doing well. Amen. Tuesday, that means we are one day closer, really one day away, a little over 24 hours away from student night tomorrow night. So, man, hope you come in and hope you bring in someone with you. Don't come to student night alone. It's really that simple. I mean, student night is too awesome to come alone with. So uh, bring someone with you. And man, can't wait to see you tomorrow night. And today, we're continuing to walk through 2 Samuel in uh, maybe uh, maybe one of the most pivotal passages in David's life. Um, you have the anointing of David in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16. You know, David kills Goliath in chapter 17. And then in 2 Samuel 7, he uh, comes into this covenant with God, all these amazing things. And unfortunately, you have 2 Samuel chapter 11. That is one of the most pivotal moments in David's life. And and think about this. I mean, David, throughout the entirety of 2 Samuel, has been incredibly successful in all that he's doing. I mean, it just seems like everything he does, I mean, you know those people, right, who just everything they do, it seems like they're good at. That's kind of been happening to David. He is doing well. He's been incredible. But in 2 Samuel chapter 11, there is a major, major downfall. A major downfall. David looks out. He's on his balcony. He looks out and he sees this woman taking a bath on her roof. And David looks upon her with lust. He sins for her. He lies with her. He sleeps with her. Right? She gets pregnant. David begins to freak out because now his his sin's gonna find him out. Right? You know, if he just slept with her and she didn't get pregnant, then he never had to tell anybody. He could have just hid it. But but his sin finds him out, and so he does what. Oftentimes, if we're honest, we are so quick to do. He tries to cover up his sin, right? So the Bathsheba, that was the lady's name. Her husband is off at war, right? So David sends for her husband. Her husband's name is Uriah. He brings Uriah home and he says, hey, go home and enjoy being with your wife, right? Go home and, and do what married people do, right? And so he sends Uriah home, but Uriah is a loyal man to the people that he's fighting with. And he says, look, I'm not gonna go in and be with my wife while my brothers are out fighting in battle. And so Uriah sleeps sleeps outside his own house, right? Because he doesn't want to go in and be with his wife while his brothers and his friends are out fighting. He's, he's a man of honor, right? So what David does is he sends Uriah back to the battle, but he sends him with a letter to the commander telling him to put Uriah on the front lines. But basically what he's doing is he is sentencing Uriah to die. I mean, you, if you're on the front lines, you're probably going to die. And so David, in order to cover up his sin, in order to hide what he's done, he sends Uriah back. Uriah is murdered. He's killed. And then David takes Bathsheba to be his wife. And man, this is a crazy thing. I mean, this is a crazy thing. And it honestly, you know, I never really thought about it until we've been walking through first and second Samuel together is it hits you like a ton of bricks because David has been so successful for all of his life. I mean, David's been so good. He's in many ways, David has been a model person to follow after. I mean, if you were going to model your life after anybody, David would be a person to model it after. I mean, he, you know, respectfully uh, waits on God and he patiently waits on God to bring him into the throne. He doesn't kill Saul. He treats, I mean, and think about it, second Samuel chapter nine, when he treats Saul's grandson with incredible kindness, like David has done so many good things. And you're not even thinking this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden you flip the page of chapter 11 and bam, he fails in such an incredible way. And I think it's telling to look at how he fails. Look at what it says in chapter 11, verse one. It says in the spring of the year, 
the time when kings went out to battle. Now, David's a king, right? He's king of Israel. So it was the time when kings would go off to war. Look what the Bible says. David sent Joab and his servants Israel with him in all of Israel, and they traveled, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rebath. But David remained at Jerusalem. So kings were supposed to go out, but David is not where he's supposed to be. And because he's not where he's supposed to be, he's about to walk into temptation that he never would have encountered had he have been where he was supposed to be. And I, I think this is an incredible lesson for us in fighting temptation. It's an incredible lesson for us in fighting sin. I mean, just think back to the last week, to the last month, or last year on, on maybe a, a sin that you've struggled with. How often, how many times does your struggle with that sin stem from the fact that you were at a place where you should not have been at, right? Maybe it's you're with a group of friends that you know you have no business being with. Maybe if you struggle with lust, you sleep with your phone in your room at night every single night. And so you have unlimited access right there with the door closed. Like, like what, what is that thing for you that, that is, is a struggle, is a sin that you deal with that almost always stems from you being in the wrong place where you never should be? David should be at war. He should be doing what he's supposed to do and being where he's supposed to be. But, but yet he's not where he's supposed to be and it walks him and leads him directly into temptation. I mean, I would encourage you, th- think about those things that you struggle with. Think about the sin that you often commit in your life and, and guard yourself from placing yourself in positions. Guard yourself from putting yourself in opportunities where that sin is more easily ready to tempt you. And that's what we learned from David's life here, just from a just from a moral example and just from a, a good takeaway to fight sin. But I tell you, the bigger thing that we learn here is the thing that we learned about God. You know, it's amazing. Second Samuel chapter seven, God enters a covenant with David. And you might think like, okay, God is going to back out of his covenant here, right? Like that was when David was good. Like David was a good guy. Now David is, is seemingly kind of evil, right? He's sleeping with a married woman. He kills her husband. Like this is crazy. He's a murderer and he's an adulterous person, right? But, but what's amazing to see in the story of David is how God is faithful to David, God entered into a covenant with him and God is going to be faithful to the one whom he made a covenant with and praise the Lord that he's faithful to us as well. That the man, if you're a Christian watching this, you've probably sinned and fallen short since you gave your life to Christ, since you began to follow Jesus. And isn't it amazing that God has not given up on you yet? Are you going to experience consequences for your sin? It is very likely, right? I mean, David, we're going to see in David's life, David is going to experience the consequences of his sin. We're going to see that in the weeks to come. But but is God's hand removed from David's life? No. God, God is faithful to David and he's going to use David's to still bring about the lineage of Jesus, which is going to fulfill the covenant they entered into David with in 2 Samuel chapter 7. And so sorry for the longer episode today, but this is a this is a massive passage of scripture, a massive part of David's life. And we learned something about how we should fight sin, but more importantly, we are reminded of the faithfulness of God. Because God could have abandoned David in this moment, but he doesn't. And he stays faithful to the covenant that he made with him. So man, I love you. Bring someone with you tomorrow night. Cannot wait to see us too tonight. It's going to be awesome. We hope to see you there. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.